Hey there, and thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. I am your host, Kerry Zarb. I'm the director and head bean counter at Zinc Business Solutions, and I understand that your finances are as private as your underwear. So whether it's your boxes or your receipts peeping out of your top drawer, I'm here to help you get comfortable with your business finances. kick off today's conversation with just a little snippet from one of our clubhouse rooms. If you've tuned into this show for a little while, you'll know how obsessed I am with clubhouse. So this little snippet is directly from one of our rooms, then I'll explain how it relates to today's topic. Kim, every time you mention the microwave and the crock pot, all I picture is all of these like little cartoon characters running around the kitchen with the microwaves. Beep, 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 bing, beep, 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 bing. <laughs> every single time I've almost turned it into a game in my head of everyone running around with the microwaves and swapping dishes in and out of different microwaves. I can't help it. I should be focusing on the crock pot. Let me give you the backstory behind the microwave and the crock pot. I hang out on Clubhouse with the amazing Kim Watt and a lot of the conversations actually turn into very valuable discussions with like-minded people, business owners, those aspiring to be business owners and the conversations that we have just crack us up on the daily. And one of the conversations that came to light recently between Kim and someone else in the community was this desire that we have as entrepreneurs to want our business in the microwave version. Now, what this means is that we want everything fast. We want everything quick. And essentially what happens is that doing that is not not really the right way to do it. And Kim then refers to the crockpot. And the crockpot is the better way to do business. So I am quoting from Kim White, and it is definitely something that I want to pay tribute to her for adding this into the community conversations. Kim tells us that if we go for the business version via the crockpot, so slow down, don't be in a hurry, don't look for the microwave version of a business, we're going to have more success and we're actually going to have that ability to sit back and make the right decisions. The reason I've brought this into today's conversation is not only is it a fantastic analogy, but it also highly relates to paying ourselves in our business. Because as we know, we did not start business to not make money. A lot of us have, you know, given up our our corporate job, our nine to five, where we get a regular paycheck. So when we start our business, our expectation can easily be that we need to get paid. I see it many, many times with new business owners where they start their business and they have this overwhelming expectation to make money. And essentially what's happened is they've quit their job, they need the income, they need to put a roof over their head and naturally we gravitate to the business to make us that income. Without a plan and hopping into a brand new business unless you've done a side hustle for some time and worked out that transition plan, we can actually put a lot of pressure on ourselves 
and our business unnecessarily before we've even gone to market. So let's look at a business that has been trading, whether it was before or it started trading now. We get stuck with, when do I pay myself? And this is the key topic today that I want to hone in for you so that you understand when is the right time to pay yourself in your business. This lends to a couple of questions and every single circumstance is going to be different. So please take everything that I say with a grain of salt. You need to have an individual plan for yourself and certainly seek professional advice from your accountant or your tax professional when you need to. Having said that, my advice is to understand the money coming in, the money going out and what's left at the bottom. If you are a sole proprietor or sole trader in your business, so you're not a company, you just simply need to look at how you can have what's called owner drawings, where you are paying yourself from the profit in the business. We can look at this a couple of ways. Essentially, and I'm just going to do some basic maths here, if you've got $100 coming in and you've got $50 going out, and you've got $50 as the profit, that $50 is then available to pay to yourself. Obviously, you can multiply from there, but just use that as the base guide for this conversation. Would I recommend that you take that $50 to pay yourself? Not necessarily. What can happen is, depending on your business, and again, coming back to your individual plan, you need to work out where your business is in its growth. Do you want it to grow? Are you planning for it to grow? You might want to take half of that $50. You might want to pay yourself $25, so 50%, and then put the other 50% back into the business. This is your decision and you need to make that alone. There's no magic percentage for how much you pay yourself in your business. That was just another little snippet from a Clubhouse room that we held on this exact topic. If you're not on Clubhouse, that's fine. I will continue to bring you little pieces of gems that come from those conversations. But if you're available, it would be amazing to see you there. If you go to the Clubhouse app and join the community, and you can find these conversations in the Biz Nation Club. What I've said there about the magic percentage is true. You are going to have a different percentage or a different figure to the business next door. Everyone is going to be individual in this element of business. Again, going back to your accountant or your tax professional, you need to have that conversation with them. Make sure you're touching base every time you make a decision in your business and ensure that they can explain to you any ramifications and benefits that come with making those decisions. So what's the right answer? What is the answer? When do I pay myself in my business? There isn't one. Again, we come back to everyone's going to be different and I hate to be a broken record, but that's the truth. Every business has a different structure, a different timeline, a different amount of money coming in at the top, going out in the middle and landing at the bottom. So I want you to feel at ease and comfortable 
that there is no set percentage. There is no set rule. You need to do the right thing for yourself and your business. However, I will tell you that if you go by the numbers I ran through this episode before, the $100 in, the $50 out, and the 50 left at the bottom, if you take every single cent of that $50, you have nowhere to grow in your business. Just think about that before you pay yourself. And might I add that there's also circumstances where we need to do that. There might be something that arises in our personal life where we do need to draw those funds. However, that can be on the odd occasion. Please reach out to your accountant for your tax position of your owner drawings. And your eyes are open. This is the biggest thing about business finances. We're not putting the blinkers on. We're not sweeping it under the rug. And that is all for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. If you need financial design in your business, you can find great resources on my website at kerryzarb.com. Until next time, don't forget the beans in your business.